Hey, I got a little piece of advice for you today. Stop getting smarter and do something. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, our sponsor today is Harry's. I'll be telling you why I start my day every day with a clean shave with a Harry's razor. Well, here's some questions we're going to be looking at today. This is where we take 48 minutes every week and look at these um, really interesting questions. You know, some of the questions are certainly hard, but you know, life really isn't hard. I mean, we certainly all have challenges, which gives us opportunity to use creativity, to bring new solutions to the table. If things were predictable and not challenging, life would be pretty boring. So when I see the questions that we go through and certainly the things that I'm confronted with in my own life and business, I welcome those things as opportunities to use my creativity, to use my innovative ideas, to test new things. Boy, what an interesting opportunity we have. And we're going to be doing it again today, as always. Somebody says, Dan, how can I spend only 15 hours a week but still build a side business? I'm going to give you a formula for how to spend those 15 hours. Dan, what should I do now that I proposed a high dollar figure to a company who wants me? I'm 50 and starting over. Or how about this? As a 33-year-old family man, it may be too late for me or simply out of reach. Dan, should I push to move from technical work into management? And then one I want to get to here, how can I start making one to $2,000 online monthly profit by November? So this is, we're in August. How can you, is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you some resources for that. Here's our quotation for today. Comes from Albert Einstein. Love the way this guy thought. Love the way this guy brought creative solutions to the table for everything. He says, the true sign of intelligence is not knowledge, but imagination. So we're going to be looking at that. The true sign of intelligence is not knowledge, but imagination. I got a pet peeve I want to unpack for you here in just a little bit. Well, I want to mention my friends at Harry's. You know that I start my day off every day shaving with my Harry's razor. Just an amazing experience. You know, it's one of those things that we as guys do. It's not particularly something we probably look forward to, but it's like brushing your teeth. It's a great way to feel good and look good, ready to start the day. And I know that usually the experience is to go to the drugstore, look at those high-priced things behind a plexiglass case. You don't have to do that with Harry's. You can get them shipped right to you. You get those German-engineered five-blade cartridges for a close, comfortable shave. Factory direct prices come. They cut out the middleman. They own the factory. They're selling their blades at what's going to be half the price of the leading brands. So you can start off with a set called the Truman. It's a great option for new customers, an amazing deal. For just $15, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Plus... There's a special offer for you fans of 48 days. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase when you visit harrys.com slash 48 days. 
So just go to harrys.com slash 48 days right now to redeem your offer. Well, let's go with some of the success stories for the week. Jeremy Fisher says, I finally got my first contributing author post. Wanted to share my excitement now that I can call myself a contributor at the Penny Hoarder. They just published my first post and it has to do with flipping cars in less than three hours. I've been working pretty regularly to become a contributing author on sites like these so I can grow the readers of my car flipping blog. And I'm very happy that my hard work is paying off. Thanks to all of you for your help and input. Now we, we've shared before with some of the things that Jeremy is doing, but he just got an article that is up on the penny hoarder. Congratulations, Jeremy. His site is three hour car flip. That's three, the number three hour car flip.com being a car guy. Of course, I love what's happening there. Got a, got another car story that I'm going to be sharing. Well, I'll, I'll give you the, the, the gist of it real quickly here. One of our local residents here, Keith Urban has been spotted around town driving his new car. It's a Bugatti and it costs $2.7 million. Now I'm going to, I'm going to unpack that phenomenon a little bit more you know is that just totally outrageous and obscene to be driving a three a 2.7 million dollar car well it has, it's pretty relative it has to do with your overall income my philosophy is if you um, can get a car that you want without spending more than one month of your income okay go for it well he's still in line with that trust me he's still well in line with that but yeah he's driving a pretty cool bugatti Oil change in a sucker costs $20,000. Well, I'm going to put a blog up. I'll let you know when I do that. So I'll have pictures of it there. I purchased a picture from one of the celebrity photographers that I can put up that shows him in his cool new car. So anyway, uh, Sam Burton, let me go back to the success stories here. Says um, that he has a new book coming out. I want to share my latest book, Rediscovering the Bible, Volume 2, The Gospel and Acts, will launch on Kindle uh, this coming well, it's going to launch on August 9th. I'm pretty excited. Volume one was very well received based on reviews on both Amazon and Goodreads. Uh, he says, frankly, I'm not very good at marketing my Kindle books, but I'm improving. This is my fourth one. My next one will be released as both an ebook and in print. Just had to share the good news. I had a lot of setbacks and delays, but they're in the past. Well, thanks, Sam, for letting us know you got a new book coming out. Here's a note that says, greetings from Namibia, Southern Africa. I would just like to say thank you for your writings and teachings. They mean a lot. Even though the majority of your audience is based in North America and address the situation there, I'd like to confirm from personal experience that your content is universally applicable and very much appreciated. I borrowed my dad's copy of 48 Days to the Work You Love and have subsequently bought a few copies to keep around the house Pass on to family and friends and when I'm on the go. The same applies to No More Mondays. Your blogs are truly inspirational and invaluable. Thank you for living your calling. You and your team are truly a blessing. Regards, Keegan. Well, thanks, Keegan. I appreciate that. You know, in the last, well, in the last month, I've had the opportunity to talk to people from over 25 countries personally, face-to-face. Being at New Media Europe in London, there were people from 18 countries there, then coming right back to podcast movement. They had a lot of countries represented there. So it was well over 25, but it is, it, it's fun to understand that success principles are very transferable. It's not like it requires different set of skills to be successful in Africa 
or the United States or Norway or Sweden or New Zealand or Colombia, South America. The, the principles themselves are really very universal. But thanks for that affirmation. Great to hear from you. This comes from Matt. This is, I've been a loyal listener for many years. Wanted to share some short perspective on how a continued habit has improved my personal situation immensely. In 2009, I was working as an IT executive in the financial services area, which was facing immense disruption due to the financial crisis. Rather than getting down in the dumps about the state of the economy in my company, I listened daily to podcasts like yours and Dave Ramsey's and set a goal of listening to 12 books every year related to personal development, business, and career. As time went on, it was amazing how opportunities continued to present themselves. And of course, the key was taking advantage of them and acting. Fast forward to today, I have doubled my income, which was already quite substantial compared to the average American. I have a wonderful home, a vacation property, paid for cars, and I'm cash flowing college education for my children. Now people seek me out for how I did it. And the best advice I can give them is to listen to your podcast and become inspired in their own way and build healthy daily habits. I look forward to someday attending one of your seminars. In the meantime, please continue the great work you do. You touch so many lives positively every day. Best regards, Matt. Well, Matt, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Golly, always appreciate the the notes that come in here where we can share those stories. Love to hear those. If you got a story of your own success, please let us hear it so we can pass it on and encourage other people. Yes, we deal with a lot of challenging situations, but there's a lot of people who have taken action. Just like Matt is talking about, building daily habits, double their income, and gone on from there. So if you got a story, just go to Ask Dan on the 48days.com site. You can submit it there. Or you can just shoot an email to askdan at 48days.com. Most of you do that. Certainly welcome to do that. Keep them short. One of the reasons we have the little starburst at Ask Dan is that it limits you to 60 words. Well, a lot of you bypass that knowing that you can send an email, but some of those are very, very lengthy. And frankly, it's it's hard to incorporate those. They get too lengthy. So keep it brief and to the point, but we love to share those stories. Well, we got a couple things coming up here. As you know, we've got our last Coaching with Excellence coming up August 25th and 26th. Going to have people like Kent Julian sharing about his story. Aaron Walker, I want him to come and talk about the explosive success he's had since he became a coach. Uh, Giovanna Ellison, I'm going to have her come talk about what she did in the first 18 months to put her in that solid six-figure range, you know, as a brand new coach. Um, Brian Dixon, uh, Dr. Brian Dixon is going to be sharing about how to create your first product and get it out there. Uh, Dr. Terry Hathaway will be talking about what we're doing with the 48 Days Seminars, how we'd love to have you partner with us on that, have that be part of your business. Anyway, we've got two full jam-packed days of content to help position you as a coach, get you launched. We'd be delighted to talk to you about that. Just go to 48days.com, click on the live events, and you'll see information there. In addition to all the content you're going to get, we're going to feed you some amazing Southern cooking food. We've got some things planned for you, surprises there. We'll walk around a property, get a chance to see how we live and work, blend our work and play here as I talk about a lot as well. And then the other thing, got another event coming up. Just had my buddy Pierce Myers, Pierce Myers shoot over this uh, little audio clip for me to announce and share with you what I've been talking about here. 48 Days invites you for a time of rest and self-discovery. 
Join Dan and join Miller and a host of great speakers on the celebrity silhouette for the ultimate advantage cruise, living well and doing good. For all the details, including bonuses and booking information, go to 48days.com slash ultimate advantage cruise. Space is limited, so make your reservation today. It's never too late to start living well and doing good. It's a beautiful day. Oh, absolutely. Hey, we'd love to have you join us on that. Also got some great speakers lining up for that. Living well, doing good. You know, you can do the humanitarian, godly things you want to do in the world, and it doesn't mean that you have to live on beans and rice. As a matter of fact, you can do those better if you have a full cup yourself. It's not about being egocentric, greedy at all, but it's about having resources to do the things you want to do to make the world a better place. So we'd love to have you join you join us on that cruise. It's going to be a blast. Joanna and I can't wait. We go on a cruise. We go on multiple cruises every year. And um, sometimes we want to be alone, but this particular one, like we do every other year, we open up to friends and family going to have a lot of both join us on that. So we'd love to see you there on the ultimate advantage cruise. We live in from Fort Lauderdale on February 19th. We're going to be gone right over Valentine's day. So we'll do some fun things that are connected related to Valentine's day. Be returning on February 19th, a full week out three days at sea. Those are the days when we sit together, have fun learning together, planning things that we're going to do to make the year spectacular. Well, if you're, you know, I love being an entrepreneur. You know that I do. I love having the flexibility, the freedom, the unlimited um, income possibilities, the unrestricted time and all of that. But you know, there's one thing about being in business for myself that I do not enjoy. That's the financial accounting, doing the books. That is not a favorite area of mine. I'm constantly looking for systems and people to make it easier. Well, I've got something I want to share with you here, and that is fresh books, fresh books. Had a chance to meet some of these people, talk to them. Uh, the great team. They make it all easy. They make it look like a walk in a park to do your books. I mean, if it's invoices, it takes about 30 seconds to create and send a really professional looking invoice. So it doesn't have to be something that you create in word or pages that you kind of jumble together. No, just boom, click it in. It formats it, put your logo in there, whatever you want. Makes a really cool looking invoice online payments. And you can track who's paid, who has, and give them reminders, automatic expense tracking as well. You can do that. You can also, you know, this is one of the cool features that I really like is doing mobile expenses. You just take a quick shot of a receipt and it puts it right in, you know, because you can track it, keep track of it and all that. Now, here's the deal. They're offering a month of unrestricted use to all of our listeners. Totally free. You don't, you don't need to put in a credit card. They're not going to snag you at the end of the month because you forgot to take none of that stuff. It's a free month. Just go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days and then enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. That'll put you in for that free month. I encourage you to do that. I don't care if you're a little one-person graphic designer or if you started a landscaping business, whatever it is, FreshBooks, they can help you. Get up to speed and look professional. Do things right. Again, just go to freshbooks.com slash 48 days and then enter 48 days in the how did you hear about us section. I want to unpack something that comes up again and again and again, even with our coaches. 
a lot of our coaches are working full-time jobs. They're building the coaching business on the side, which I recommend. Don't kill the golden goose. You aren't going to hear me say, well, just quit your job. You know, if you want to be a musician or an artist or whatever, just go all in, burn the boats. Now, we talk about that some in terms of having to be committed, but that doesn't mean that you need to be irresponsible and put yourself in a position of desperation where the kids don't have any food in the, in the refrigerator to eat and the mortgages do. Don't do that. So I've, I've discovered that this is a real common thing that's going on with people who are building a business on the side. We'll use coaching as an example, just because I work with so many coaches, but you can plug in no matter what it is that you're doing to the same kind of formula. So let's just say, yes, you do have to have a clear block of intentional time. I mean, if you don't have any time, no margin in your life at all, obviously you're not going to build a side business. Now we've got a question coming up, you know, about how to build an online business where you're just selling products. I want to address that as well. It fits in the same kind of guideline here, but I want to take something like if you wanted to be a coach, let's say that you could find 15 hours a week that you could dedicate to that. But what I find is that a lot of people are reading books, listening to podcasts, going to conferences. I mean, I met with a gentleman just recently. He's been to seven conferences this year. This is all, he'd been to seven conferences. I told him, stop going to conferences. Stop reading. Here's what I want you to do. And we outlined 15 hours. And I would encourage you to break it down like this. Of those 15 hours, spend three hours reading, studying, gathering new knowledge. Three hours. So yeah, listen to podcasts. Yeah, go to conferences. You know, yeah, study. But don't do just that. Don't suck up your 15 hours in just simply gathering new knowledge. You won't have a business at all six months from now. Three hours reading, studying, gathering new knowledge. Four hours creating content. That may be working on your book, clarifying your coaching packages. It may be writing an ebook, it may be developing a new course four hours. Again, we've got 15. We've already taken out three, now four, then four hours working directly with clients. In this case, I'm talking about coaching. So yeah, unless you're engaging with people, you, you don't really have a business going at all. And you want to have at least the expectation of four hours of working directly with clients where they are paying you for that. So even right out of the gate, even if you're just starting, you, know, you don't, it doesn't take six months before you can actually start generating income. No, you can start from day one, but have at least four hours where you're working directly with clients. That leaves four hours, four hours. The remaining four hours should be spent marketing, working on how to build your brand and reputation. That may be getting out and providing lunch and inspirational message for the Rotary Club or Lions or Kiwanis or a, a women's group or a group at your church. Maybe, maybe doing something like that. It may be blogging or being a guest on other people's podcast, but there we have the breakdown of how to use 15 hours. And if you do those four things, you will have a significant business in 90 days, in six months. You really can build a business forward, do it on the side. But what I find is a lot of people, number one, say, well, gee, I just don't have the time. Well, if you really cannot find 15 hours a week to dedicate to building a new business, 
yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, you, you may literally be stuck, but I doubt that there's anybody who can't find that 15 hours if you're really serious about developing something new. But then if you are, don't deceive yourself by going to lots of conferences, doing nothing but listen to podcasts. Hey, do I believe in listening to podcasts? You better believe it. But it's a portion of what I do. Now, with what I do, I spend two hours a day doing that. So I spend a lot more time on what we're talking about. But I spend the entire work week doing these four things. So I'm talking about if you only have 15 hours, don't spend all 15 hours listening to podcasts, reading books, and going to conferences. Spend three hours. Three hours, then four hours creating content, four hours working with your clients, four hours marketing. If you do that, now this, I, I proposed this just recently. Uh, put it out to those who are in our coaching mastery program. And it was like, wow, I got this audible, you know, sigh of relief. People realizing that we had some kind of a structure, some kind of a formula. So they didn't feel like they were just floundering and they were thinking there, they must be spending time building their business, but no money is coming in. They weren't sure why. Well, now we've got a formula. We can look at that. And, and three months from now, we can look at that and track exactly how have you spent your time if you are lacking in one of those, yeah, there's going to be a gap and you're moving your business forward. Anyway, I hope that's helpful. My gosh. I mean, I just, uh, uh, I didn't realize that it was such an obvious need just to create some kind of a working formula there. Not everybody has 40 hours a week to put into building a new business but with 15 hours. Yeah. You better believe it. You can make incredible progress in that 30, 60, 90, 180 day period of time. All right, let's move into some questions. Devin says, Dan, first of all, thank you for your work. Following your principles over the last eight years has more than tripled my income and my satisfaction with my work. I now make six figures doing user experience design. I work for a national company and my work has the potential to impact tens of millions of people. One of my colleagues left to build and lead the product design practice at a nearby company. He needs help and wants to offer me a job. I gave him a number that I would be willing to leave for, and he hasn't said that they wouldn't be able to offer me that much, but said it would be hard to come in that high. He says he expects that I will get some kind of offer. Do I just wait for them to make an offer and work from there? Or because I would really like to work at their company, do I tell them that I'm flexible? I don't want them to think I'm being arrogant, but I do wonder if I'm suffering from upper limit challenges. Do I sacrifice getting a bump right now for the potential bonuses based on my billings and the promised vision of taking over as the lead within a year. Thanks for any advice you can give. Well, got a great question, Devin. Here's the deal. Keep the conversation going. Don't just be quiet and wait. You know, they want you, you want them keep the conversation going. They may be talking to four or five other candidates where, you know, they're going to get excited about what those people are doing. You don't want that to happen. You want the conversation to be with you. So send over an article that would be helpful in that every expertise. Don't, don't just let them know, well, yeah, I gave you that high figure, but you know, if you offer me $30,000 less, I'd probably come anyway. I mean, that's not the message you want to send. Keep reminding them of the value that you're going to bring as part of the team there. So you might send an article over that would be helpful in that area of expertise. I mean, let them know you're very interested. I mean, you can send over a, a loaf of fresh baked bread with a note that says, you know, you bring both comfort and energy to any team you work with. I mean, I don't know, get creative. I mean, you really can do things like that because you want to create what we call top of mind positioning. 
So you want to be the first person they think of when they're thinking about adding that person, thinking about the need that they have there. So keep the conversation going. Drop by. If it's a local company, stop in and see them, you know, on your lunch hour, talk to the people who are working there. So you become well-known, you're very visible. They know you're interested. And it's in that, that you then have the position to negotiate. You can talk about that. You know, when they say, well, you know, this is what we're offering for that position. You can say, well, based on my understanding of the responsibilities, I would see that in the, you know, $98,000 range. Is that still within your budget? Just have the conversation. But in doing that, you can negotiate what you want. Obviously is something where you both come out winners. You don't want to make it so difficult for them that they, you know, resent having you around And certainly if it's a company like you're talking about a new company, there's probably opportunity to be flexible. You may agree to something for a six month period of time where you then come back to the table and renegotiate and look at it again. Sounds exciting. Golly, congratulations on getting that far in, in a position where they really do want you. Now this comes from Anna. Sounds kind of sad in a way. She says, I'm 50 and starting over. Life on earth can be so blessed and so, well, as you put it, full of opportunities. Our pastor would say on Easter years ago, you can't have the cross without the baby. Hmm, not sure what that means. I'm, I'm writing to you to make a definitive start. I have a beautiful 10-year-old and a good yet tardy teen. Divorce is going to be a painful journey coming, the, coming during this coming year. I stand praising motherhood at home and monogamy as two divine God-based principles. Thank you so much for all you do. My 10-year-old adds you in our nightly prayers at times. We've been quoting you and listening to short stories like the rabbi and the centurion soldier. I hurt sometimes, but wow, the power of your discipleship is powerful. My dad passed last year. Thank you for the three-legged stool and reminding me to take action. Bless you. Well, and I, you know, I agree for what you're describing. I mean, certainly divorce is painful and at 50 But I want to remind you, you are not starting over. You're not turning the clock back to when you were 18 years old again. At 50, you have experiences, you have competencies, you have talent, you have value that you did not have 20 years ago, 10 years ago, or five years ago. So hold your head high, take a fresh look at what those things mean. Having two children you say you're committed to motherhood at home. You can do that. And you hear us talk about plenty of times here, the opportunities for generating income, even if you are primary caregiver for your children, resources like 48 days or 48 low or no cost business ideas, you know, things that people share on here all the time, about what they're doing to create income where it doesn't require that they leave house at eight o'clock in the morning, come back at five and then scramble to fix dinner for two children. Well, there are things you can do tough situation, challenging, you better believe it, but you're not starting over. Don't allow yourself to think like that. You're, you're continuing on the path that you already had charted out. Are there going to be kind of new visions? Yes, indeed. Unexpected, unwelcome things that have obviously happened to you are going to require that you bring new creativity, new innovation to the table, but you can do that. I want to send you a copy of wisdom meets passion. I mean, that's the one that I did with my son, Jared, where we talk about how to take those things that you really are passionate about and how to put legs on those. 
A lot of it is dealing with, you know, how to make the world a better place, how to do those humanitarian, godly, altruistic kind of things that we want to do, how to do those even while being responsible for providing for a family. But I'll, I'll get a copy of Wisdom Meets Passion out to you. Uh, there's a little audio goes with that. I think that'll uh, provide some encouragement to you in this new chapter in your life. Thank you for sharing. Alex says, Dan, I love listening to your podcast and advice every week. Please help. I want to transition my career from corporate finance to software development programming, which I discovered is my true passion and I enjoy very much. Now listen to this. Check this out. The challenge in my mind is that as a 33-year-old family man, it may be too late for me or simply out of reach as most in this field start off much younger. I would appreciate it if you could connect me with a coach that specializes in this type of work or any of your listeners who have done the same and are open to giving advice. I study and work in my development skills at least one hour every day, but need to create a specific plan to work toward. Thank you so much. Now we just talked about if you spend 15 hours a day, what massive progress, I mean, 15 hours a day, 15 hours a week, what kind of massive progress you can make one hour a day, I may make the process very, very slow, but you know, in looking at your note and, and, and thinking about this, I thought, no, wait a minute. I know that somewhere in the past, I got a couple notes from a young guy who got into software development and I went back and just did a quick search and found that this came from Joshua Kemp back in 2014. So a couple years ago, and his first note to me said this. Dear Dan, I just want to say thank you so much for your books and podcast. I feel like I get to sit down and have coffee with you every Friday. I've been listening for the last two and a half years. I am a farrier and thought I could never get out of this line of work. But thanks to listening to you, I taught myself to be a software developer, studying 21 hours every week for the past seven months. I bogged about the entire journey three times a week. I just launched, you launched a particular site to get hired on May 23rd of 2014 and he had already received two job offers with many other possible opportunities. Thank you so much, Dan, for teaching me to take action, be remarkable. And then incredible things can happen. Now he he was a farrier. Now that may not be a familiar word. Some Some of you out there are probably too young to even understand what that is, but it's really a fancy word for blacksmith. Now it's more than that, but we'll just simplify it. Blacksmith, the guy who puts shoes on horses and he decided He wanted to do something other than that. Think about the transition there. Wow. Now, Alex, what you're talking about, you want to transition from corporate finance to software development. I think that's a little easier path to look at a transition than going from being a blacksmith or a farrier. But in fact, Joshua did just that. So he wrote that note. And then right after that, another note, Hey Dan, I'm the farrier who learned to code. I just wanted to let you know that I ended up getting a great job that pays $70,000, gives four weeks off. I say this not to brag, but to encourage others to step out, take action, and go for their dreams. I write, ended up writing it, an ebook, No Degree, No Problem, and put it out on Amazon. Never thought I could write a book, but I had so many people asking how I did it, how they could as well. I thought to do what I, I, I thought, what would you do? And I wrote the book, You Wish Was Written. And he says, I wanted to see if I could send you a copy, which he did. Again, this was a couple years ago. But is that a cool story or what? The guy was a farrier, 
studied 21 hours every week for seven months, put himself out there, did his own job search, got a job as a software development developer without having a degree, making $70,000. So I hope that encourage you, encourages you, Alex. Um, certainly we can connect you uh, with a coach if you want to do that. Uh, there may be listeners who would be willing to give you some tips and advice and essentially coach you into being a software developer. If you're one of those, Hey, let me know. Just shoot a note to ask Dan at 48 days.com. I'll connect you with Alex, give you that opportunity as well. Here, here's another one that has to do with software development. Maybe this person, maybe Rose would be willing to coach you. Rose says, I love your show and the great insights you share with us. I'm a software developer for 12 years now. I'm great at my job. I work really hard. I'm the best in my team. I always keep thinking about the next step in my career, which could be staying as a techie or moving into management. Staying a techie would involve learning new technology tools, completing the projects. I like solving technical problems, but I feel like I need to do more hands-on work to keep my skills current. In a large company, efficiency means assigning a senior resource to multiple projects. So there's some oversight, but junior resources do the hands-on management. Management would mean dealing with money, resources, company initiatives. It's where the strategic big picture challenges are. I always wonder if I can get to that level and solve those problems. Money is a great motivator for me, but desire for greatness is stronger. How do I choose? Okay, Rose, what I'm going to encourage you to do is it's not just where the money is. Stay true to your authenticity and your highest area of competence. A lot of good people have sabotaged their career path by seeking or accepting an inappropriate promotion. I mean, moving from software development to managing resources or to to managing requires a whole new set of skills. And I've seen this happen a lot. You know, let's take line workers on an assembly line. So you've got somebody who's really good at doing that. Man, his work is just impeccable. He's reliable, shows up good relating to the other people. And so we make him a shift manager. Now that person has to discipline his former coworkers. He has to ask him, why are you late today? This is the third day this month you've been late. You know, what's going on? Gee, we don't have enough work to really justify you being here. So we're going to have to cut back your hours. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that happen in management that don't happen on the line. A lot of people find that, wow, that's not what they want to do at all. I mean, I worked with a bank one time, did a lot of work at work with them. They were notorious for taking people who are great financial analysts and moving them, rewarding them by making them then department heads where they then burned out and left with their feelings hurt because it required a totally new set of skills that they did not have and were not taught. I mean, we see real estate agents who with a little success then become brokers where now, instead of being out there knocking on doors and putting deals together, showing houses, they have to manage other agents. Different set of skills. So just do that. I don't know where that's going to lead you. You may be a perfect candidate for management. And if you are, follow that, pursue that. But if you're really good at software development, if you're really good at the technical side, then be really, really good at that and stay there. Don't just follow what seems to be an obvious path and end up pushing yourself into an area where you don't have competence. And that comes right out of a book written way back in the seventies called the Peter principle, where it is essentially that it shows how common it is for people to be promoted or push themselves into 
areas of incompetence. You move up the ladder and out of your competence. Harry says, I write and publish articles and interviews with entrepreneurs at Sidepreneur Magazine. Michael Hyatt and Jeff Goins have stopped sending blog posts to their email list. Instead, they send messages and provide a link to their latest content. I've also begun to experiment with this approach. I'm doing this for a few reasons. First, I don't like spending time producing the same content in multiple formats. It's already published on my website. Why publish it again? Second, I want readers who take action. If they aren't willing to visit my blog to read my content, will they be willing to implement what they learn? Will they ever be willing to buy a product? I'm not sure. Third, I'm not sure they actually are reading the content in the mail. If they visit my website, I get some metrics that let me know their level of engagement with a particular article. Am I using the right approach? Well, Harvey, you just tapped into a, a whole lot of things that a whole lot of us are scratching our heads about every day. I mean, this whole area that you're talking about, I mean, Michael Hyatt, Jeff Goins, and Dan Miller, we used to all blog five times a week, feeling like we needed that massive amount of content. We've all changed dramatically over the last couple of years. I mean, I blog usually at least once, maybe twice a week. Michael is doing things much differently and Jeff is as well. Yeah, where they're sending out kind of a weekly overview of what they did. And if it attracts you, you can click through to listen to it. I'm not sure that I want my readers to have to make that second click where they have to really choose to go to something intentionally. I think, you know, research has shown that slows down having things that, that people follow through. If they have to do multiple clicks to get there, you want to make it as easy as possible. So I'm not sure, but trust me, this online world that we're in is way more art than science. So what I would encourage you to do is do what feels right for you. Don't force a model on yourself. I mean, some people have turned off comments on their post, their blog post, not allowing the readers to comment or disagree. Frankly, I think that's kind of arrogant. I'm just going to push my content out and not even give you a chance to respond. Eh, I don't really like that. Don't like that at all. That's just me. So do I criticize other people who've done that? No, that's their prerogative. But again, this is something that is way more art than science. We're figuring this out as we go. Now, one thing that I, I do commend you on is I think it's wise to find somebody that you admire and model what they're doing. I mean, that's one of the hallmark characteristics of really successful people is that they spend time with and model the behavior of people who are already performing at the level which they want to perform. Now, in many ways, I just, I just gave you in its entirety, the message of Tony Robbins. Now, Tony Robbins, I mean, obviously is a bazillionaire and you can spend a whole lot of money going to his events, you know, walking on the hot coals, doing all those cool things. You know, you can get his newsletters, his videos, his books, his courses. But in essence, what he's saying is find somebody performing at the level which you want to perform and model their behavior. That's it. So in that sense, sure, follow those people, look at them. I mean, I certainly do that. I watch what Michael Hyatt and Dave Ramsey and Jeff Goins and Pat Flynn and John Lee Dumas and a whole lot of others, you know, Michael Stelzner, I watch what they're doing and I think, wow, you know, is that something that I should implement? But, um, you know, we're all trying new things, all experimenting. My goodness, that's what keeps us, keeps us engaged 
So what makes it exciting is we keep experimenting with it. This comes from Josh, who says, I've been a long-time listener, and I've read 48 Days to the Work You Love, and No More Mondays. Thank you for all the great information. When I was laid off two years ago, the knowledge I had from you gave me confidence to work as a freelancer, and I had virtually no reduction in income. I bought a small ice cream parlor a year ago that is seasonal. While running it this summer, I have not been doing any freelance work. I'd like to supplement my earnings by selling products online and do almost no freelance work. My goal would be to start making a thousand to two thousand dollars monthly profit by November. I've tried blogging before and didn't stick with it. I didn't enjoy having to think of new content all the time. I think I'd prefer to use online advertising to drive sales. Maybe I'd prefer physical products. I believe the only way that I could succeed quickly selling online is to have a mentor. Do you know of any courses or coaches that can help me get the results I'm looking for? Thanks for all you do. You really have inspired me enormously over the years. Okay. Yeah. Golly. Thanks for your note, Josh. What a cool thing that you're just experimenting out there. Incidentally, you know, the, the previous listener there, we were talked about at 33 is afraid, afraid he maybe has lost his opportunity. My goodness. At 33, you should still be experimenting with things. You know, I tell people, especially guys, hey, do whatever you want to. I don't know that you could really make a mistake in terms of a career path. Do whatever you want to until you're out 45. If we can at that point sit down, take a fresh look at who you are, how God has gifted you and wired you, create a clear focus for what it is you now know that you really want to do, you can go into the most productive 20 years of your life. That's how it usually works. So don't try to zero in too quickly. You'll lose the value of having varied experiences. And I certainly took that path, a lot of different experiences until I was about 45 and then figured out this path that I'm on now. But this is not something that I could have decided on when I was 22 years old in college. It wouldn't have made sense at all. There would have been no framework for it. I didn't have the experience that would make, have it make sense at all. So give yourself the freedom. So, but I love what you're doing here, Josh, that you're, um, doing freelance work, whatever that is. I'm not sure what that is, but then you bought a little ice cream parlor that's seasonal. Now you want to try your hand at online work, you know, doing something online sales. Absolutely. You can do that. And absolutely. I can connect you with the smartest people in the face of the earth for doing that. There's a whole lot of amazing, awesome opportunities online. I mean, I have a neighbor who sells cameras online. Here's what he does. He buys cameras in bulk on eBay and then sells them one at a time on Amazon. Yeah, it makes a couple hundred thousand dollars a year doing that. Nothing sophisticated, not high technology. He he is they, they've been doing extensive traveling this summer because they have the flexibility because he has virtual assistants in the Philippines who are doing all the purchasing and posting on Amazon. He's still doing the shipping from here, but has people helping him doing that. But so he's got kind of an automated system of doing this by using outside help. I mean, it's, it's really phenomenal. You've heard me talk about my buddy, Greg Murphy from Cincinnati, who buys books. He buys them by the pound. He doesn't buy them by the title or the value. He buys them by the pound because there's so many books out there. I mean, see, he tells me 70% of books that are given like to thrift smart or goodwill or salvation army, never even make it on the shelves. 
They're so inundated with books. It doesn't matter if there's an original copy of Think and Grow Rich, like I have here in my office, you know, in, in there, they don't even recognize it. They're just books. And they sell those just to get rid of them to people like Greg Murphy by the pound. He strips, goes through those books, scans them for ones that do have value. They can scan them very quickly. So they put about 30% of those back up on Amazon and sell them as books. And the rest of them, they strip the cover off and sell it as recycled paper. But he did over $3 million last year. Now you can get information. I mean, I, I just, I just send people there all the time. Go to sevenfigurebooksales.com. Seven figure book sales. You can check out Greg on that. But now here's the deal. If you really want to know how to use Amazon, how to use the online space, you need to connect with Jim Cochran. Jim Cochran does one annual conference CES, but he is the guru in this space. He has a course. It's proven Amazon course. Now let me give you a link for that and I'll put it in the show notes. But if you go to proven Amazon course.com slash 48 days, you'll get a special message there and it's his course and he just shares all and he has made millionaires over and over and over again by people using his proven system. So it's proven amazon course.com slash 48 days for my buddy jim cockram his information also he he's got a book i mean it's like five bucks on amazon that you can get silent sales machine it has the same thing i'll put a link in where you can i've got two free chapters you can read to that book i'll put that in the show notes again for today as well silent sales machine where you put a system in place put a system in place and you can have it making money for you. So can you make a thousand, two thousand dollars a month? Oh yeah. You can make a whole lot more than that. I was just at a Miller family reunion and I was amazed at some of my uh, cousins who are doing these kind of online businesses. They've discovered how easy, well, one, I should never use the word easy. Uh, that's erase that, but how predictable success in business is if you just use a system and use the infrastructure that's already available to us. I mean, if you go out here and you rent a building and you hire employees and you buy inventory and you pay for billboards in your town, you've got a whole lot of financial risk before you ever make that first dollar. If you use a system like Amazon, you have all the business principles are already in place. All the infrastructure is there. All you do is just plug in a product. They'll even in inventory it for you and ship it for you. Just plug in a product and you can start making money instantly from day one. Boy, that's a way, way different kind of program than the kind of businesses I grew up with, you know, years ago. Well, hey, there's so much happening. As you can tell, I stay excited about the opportunities. I can't keep ahead of the opportunities that keep showing up. Keep figuring out, you know, how can I do this? But can't just keep adding things on so it's a challenge to figure out okay what am i going to pursue and doing that what am i going to drop what am i going to stop doing well hey this is an exciting exciting time as it always is it doesn't matter what's happening you know politically don't waste your time i mean sure prepare to vote but it's not going to make a whole lot of difference for us as entrepreneurs no matter what happens on november 8th we're going to continue going on continue to impact the world in positive ways continue to make extraordinary income for ourselves be able to bless our families and our, those around us that we want to that's not going to change 
we're going to continue doing that. Don't get obsessed with that and lose lose traction in your own business, in your own life, by spending time obsessing about it. Well, enough of my rant there, but thanks for being part of this community of, of believers. Yeah, we're believers in that great options are available and that we can, in fact, find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Keys are in your